Mama K. Hi, everybody. And tonight we are doing Mango Dreams. Mango Dreams. Anyone ever heard of this? I had not. Uh, this is on <laughs> Netflix right now. And uh, Mama K, uh, you are the one who brought this to our attention. What drew your attention to this? Good question. Um, I thought so, yeah. <laughs> I do, I do like Indian movies. What I was searching for when I found it was uh, a movie called Monsoon Wedding by Mir Nair, and that's nowhere to be found unless you pay for it, I guess. So um, this came up sort of as an alternative, and I thought, okay, I haven't seen an Indian movie in a long time, and I really thought it was going to be completely subtitled, but I mean, it was in English. It was but mostly I, in English. Yeah. Yeah. I did ha- read the captions while I was on, and um, <laughs> they did also, not always line up with uh, what they were saying. They weren't, but it was kind of interesting, right? The way what, what I was I've seen that before somewhere. I, maybe it was another foreign film that I've seen where they kind of just like paraphrase or they find words that just sound better than what they're writing. I don't know. I've seen that before, though. Yeah, it, it was really kind of interesting to see that. And I was reading up a little bit on it uh, later. And apparently that, that bothered some people because people watched it with the captioning on were like, this isn't even good captioning, or they watched it without the captioning on and found it really distracting because it wasn't it was the what they were speaking was way more broken English than what we were reading um, mm. in the captions. So I think people were di- um, made it may have been distracted by that. So um also i am allergic to mango so i'm not really sure where that sets me as a uh, viewer of this film but i did i did not break out in hives that's, so. that's good i'm glad i didn't do monsoon wedding because i tried watching that once and i fell asleep in the first 10 minutes and i've never gone back so monsoon I, wedding is brilliant uh, maybe it's been the rest is better than the beginning yeah uh, nicole i'm assuming you're like me you had not heard of this movie no, I never heard of this, and I've actually never seen an Indian movie. So, oh, not even a Bollywood movie. Mm-mm. No, okay, I'm not. I'm not as cultured as I thought I was. This is also this is a major <laughs> blind spot for me. I if I had to pick one region or country or type of movie I'd never watch, it's you know Indian films. I I, I watch all kinds of different international films. Although this one's this one was made in U, like the UK, it looks like. So I mean, it's yeah, not I think really so. like. But yeah, this is a uh, not not uh, just just never they never come across my plate really. There uh, are so many Indian films though. I mean, they have a huge. I know uh, they make probably I think the second most movies. I don't know if they still do, but for a while there, they were second only to the U.S. and just yeah. movies pumped out per year. So yeah, 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 they got a big library. But I don't uh, and a lot of theaters around us we have a fairly large Indian population. So a lot of theaters around us will play a couple of big Indian films at a, at a time. Oh, you know, okay, back when nice. Theaters were open. Um, yeah. But yeah, and and then Movie Pass back in those days didn't support them because uh, racist, I suppose. I don't know. But uh, anyway, Mango Dreams: <laughs> uh, A Hindu pass. doctor with dementia and a Muslim auto rickshaw driver form an unlikely friendship as they cross India in search of the doctor's childhood home. So if you have not seen Mango Dreams, like I imagine most people haven't, <laughs> it's on it's on Netflix right now. So if you have any interest in this uh, Indian film, but it's actually an English speaking, but it's a uh, British-ish made, uh, well, it's on Netflix, hour and a half long. So go check it out if you have any interest. We are going to spoil it now. 
We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, Our lead character is Dr. Amit Singh. Uh, He survived the British partition of India, so when India got and Turkey got divided originally, which I, again, I don't know much about this region of the world. I had never even known about this at all, and I know about a lot of other regions struggles in east asia and in africa and further middle east and of course in europe and south america i this is just this part of the world i had no idea what's going on over here so that's what happened there um and the he is uh starting to develop dementia uh and he uh we we, we get little flashbacks throughout the movie of him as a child with another boy who is his brother um, and he wants to go on this journey to find his home because, uh, his son who lives in America comes and says, you're not well, you need to come and live with us, but he has no passport. He doesn't even have a birth certificate. So, yeah. uh, in the meantime, he has to stay, he wants him to stay in an old folks home, which is one of the weird words they changed. They kept saying nursery home on the, uh, on the subtitles, but the, they would always say old age or old, old people home. They would be a little more. Specific that way, interesting writing choice. Um, but then he r- runs into uh, a rickshaw driver, Salim, uh, and he is a uh, Muslim man who prays very frequently. Uh, and uh, another thing I didn't know much about this world is the tension between Muslim and Hindu people uh, caused because of this partition. Um, so they are uh, they both have horrible traumas in their past, and they have to kind of team up and buddy up to go on this little adventure because. Uh, uh, I guess the do- the doctor uh, when Salim had a, a a sick child he he saved him so that's like the his debt to pay so that uh, he sticks along with this journey so yeah we're gonna follow these two on a cross cross country journey to find uh, to find home and friendship so uh, Mama K you selected this what do you uh, what do you think of this plot well I selected I think basically on the plot I mean I didn't I don't know anything by this person I think the director's this is his one big thing so far um and yep. i don't John know Upchurch. yeah i don't know the actors i am familiar uh, slightly familiar with some you know of the more predominant indian actors but none of the none of these guys were familiar to me um but i did just think you know what let's do a buddy movie where it's a couple of guys but we now they're we're gonna put them in india and we're gonna you know make them different enough where they're gonna have some conflict and let's you know, let's follow their their journey and see what see what that's all about. You know, it's the concept of home is what it's really, uh, really all about. And and I don't know that there's a whole lot of um, there there's not a whole lot of jarring. Oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting that kind of kind of things. And so it's really kind of straightforward. And um, I do like I like the succinctity of it. I think being an hour and a half is perfect i have a feeling that some people might think it's a little long but um i think it's perfect you get just enough of how salim sees the world and how amit 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 seems sees the world yeah and um and the you know and having having the the sun come in there as this little as as a uh kind of a rabble rouser or i guess the impetus i think without the sun he had an impetus to start you know, heading off on this journey after talking with his friend who seems to be ridiculously bedridden for, I don't know how long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I guess the point where you almost kill your friend, you're a doctor, you mistakenly give him two injections of um, insulin that 
you know, could put him in a coma. I get, that's probably enough to, for you to be like, ah, if I want to go on this journey in my life, I think I better do it now. Um, and I like that he did that. I like that he was just sort of, I mean, he's definitely a loner character. And I think, and I like that that's, that's what he just was like, this is what I'm doing. He had no idea how he was doing it. Probably couldn't remember exactly how to do it. Um, but he was on his way. I like it. It's simple, not super special. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. What do you think, Nicole? It's interesting that you that you find the point in time where he decides he's going to go on this journey after he accidentally does that to his friend um, with the injections. Because I didn't particularly get that, only because he asked the driver to take him home, and maybe that like I I wasn't lost. I obviously knew what was going to what was happening, but at that time he just kind of told the guy to drive away. <laughs> he didn't want to see his son. <laughs> So I didn't expect him to have this journey in his head yet, but obviously as we go on throughout the movie, we really see that he does have a plan. There is a method with the the photos and all that stuff. So I didn't get it right away with that, but that was interesting that you picked up on that right away. But I really like this movie. I think that there's uh, quite a few themes to kind of soak in as you're watching this. There's, as Brennan said, there's so much conflict between pakistan and india that i didn't realize um that's something that's just a part of history that i've never had the chance to learn about either so uh it came as a shock to me to hear just how brutal and how horrible a time this was for these people and the you know the separation of families and things like that it's a very heavy um message that that this movie is bringing out it's also uh, something that's kind of lesser in importance, perhaps, is the doctor's son moving to America, and he doesn't have any papers to get himself over to America. It's it's a it's a dream that sounds like, unfortunately, will never come true because there's no way for him to get over there. You know, so just I don't know that imagine... it was ever his dream, though. I think it was just his son. Well, that. W- the dream. son's dream. Yeah. The son's dream that son's will never dream. come yeah. into fruition because, you know, just imagine how many people, their child or what have you, moves over to America or uh, the UK or something and they can't follow suit because they don't have proper papers. So that was a, right. another theme that I called on to that really, you know, made me think. Uh, finally, the dementia part of this um, it's just, you know, so sad to think about what people go through and a lot of people that have dementia and things like that don't think that there's anything wrong and think that they can still survive on their own. But, uh, unfortunately I think we know that that's not the case in a lot, a lot of people's, uh, you know, a lot of people's lives. So, um, this had really good themes. Uh, it was enjoyable to watch. Um, I didn't mind the subtitles being changed. I just feel like when there's foreign films, it's just like, that's (laughs) just how people, write them down i don't know why but anyway right. i thought it was weird that they spoke like it was the actors speaking in english it wasn't like dubbed over like yeah it's, right. like they were it's not like they were speaking uh in you know another language and then it was mistranslated like you would see but this was like they just were speaking english there's with a heavy, movie, heavy accents there's a movie that we just watched not to get off topic but there's a movie we just watched that was a foreign film with english speaking but they the subtitles did the same exact thing. They were different as as opposed to what the cast was saying. I can't remember, but anyway, um, hmm. I liked the 
plot of this, as I said, I'm going to give it, um, I'll give it a, a three and a half. Uh, the plot is my favorite part of this movie, uh, which we haven't I haven't been saying much lately because we've had such crazy, awesome character kind of movies. But I really <laughs> like the plot of this. Uh, if you like when I just read the synopsis and oh, OK, kind of give me a short list. And this this piqued my interest. I was going to learn about a part of the world I didn't know about, which, you know, is definitely true. Um, and it, I like the 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 conflicting the conflicting sides, you know, get little pieces that things just, I'm very ignorant in this part of the world. Like when they go to the restaurant and the, the, uh, mm. the Salim is upset that they are only vegetarian. There's no meat there. Cause right. like, and then I turned to call, I'm like, do, do people, do Hindu people only eat vegetarian? <laughs> and they're, and she's like, yeah, I'm like, Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> like there's just, just a lot of like real simple stuff that I had no idea. Um, and, uh, I like, yeah, I like the journey we get to, and you know, we're gonna get to the end, and there's gonna be some some nice family stuff going on here, and the the flashbacks work for me. Um, the the bones of this movie are good. Uh, when we get to the other three categories, I'll start to air some problems I had with it, but uh, the plot is not. No, there's nothing wrong with the plot for me. It's I'm with Nicole. It's a three five. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoyed the the ride we were on, uh, but it was a little bumpy at times. So uh, these characters, <laughs> Amit and Salim, are the two main characters. We also have the son, Abi. Uh, I would say that's the majority of the characters. I mean, we you know, there's the brother character who's in the flashback, and there's. Uh, you know, there's there's flashback characters. There's the helpers that are in uh, the doctor's house, but uh, it's mostly a two hander with the son. I would I would argue. But uh, back to you, Nicole. What do you think of these characters? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Mama K on this. There's two characters that you're not bringing into this, which is <laughs> both of the both of the wives because right. okay. really important. They they're so important. I get flashback, but yes, they, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. They are They're so important, important to, the plot. to this. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, I can't fathom just how hurt these two men are for what re- whatever reasons they, that their wives are no longer with them. And like, you know, seeing the, uh, Salim when he's talking to the doctor and, and he has so much hatred for what happened. And, you know, when they have their communication with each other about, um, God and Allah and religion and politics and stuff, you know, it's Salim was saying to him at the one point, he's like, you know, this is just how how it's supposed to be. And then the doctor says to him, don't you feel that way about your wife? And it's like mm. to him, you know, it's really mm, heavy right. hitting material. Um, so I think that their interaction just with the funness of this and realizing that both of these guys are away from their sons right now um, to go do their dream (laughs) well the doctor's dream but um their their banter back and forth is really enjoyable and i i really like the the relationship between the two i didn't like the son at first i didn't like the doctor's son at first but he i came around on him because um i think he could see just the determination in his father for getting over to that border to try to get back to his homeland so i liked his turnaround and character and everything else just kind of fits in place as it needs to. Um, there's not much more else to say for me, but um, I'll, I'll give it a 3.5 for the characters. What do you think, Mama Kay? Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the part about the the wives being characters. I mean, they're largely yeah, absent. One is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they are... The, 
especially for Salim, I mean, it's a driving, it's a driving force for him. And it's really interesting that, you know, when we meet him in the movie, he is, oh, I don't know if you remember me, you saved my son from dengue fever. And, um, I'll take you wherever you want to go. And then, you know, not really not knowing at all what he is signing for up for. Uh, and I'm not even sure at that point because of the dementia, whether, I mean, I knew the doctor knew he wanted to go home, but I feel like he kind of had to go on this journey to these places in this order in order to actually get back to where he was. Cause when they got to the point where they were almost quote home, there was a fork in the road and, and he was very, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't mm. sure. I knew he was going to take the right one, but I think he wasn't quite sure. It had been, you know, probably 70 years, 60 years. And Nicole years points out they, they have to cover quite a few, quite a lot of uh, kilometers. And she asked me, how how much is a kilometer in miles? And I'm like, uh, well, it's, it's a little over half. So they travel yeah. about 3,000 kilometers in this. They travel 1,800 miles in two, two days? Yeah, in days? a tuk-tuk. I mean, in a, in yeah. a little, <laughs> you know, yeah. one, I'm just like, Just okay. above a scooter. <laughs> a scooter with three wheels basically you know and a back seat so i think but i think it's important you know they play an important role i don't know i mean the wife of um i mean not quite as much i mean i think he's more he's definitely driven by this one incident that happened as a child where he um you know he you know a kid, things that happen when you're kids you guys disagree and you i don't like you i don't like you either i don't want to see you again and then that's the last thing or it's one of the last things i guess that happens uh before the british colonization decides that you know you no longer live in the same country with the people that live on this side of this line even though before you all did um so i mean i think i i believe the characters and i think it's a hard sell i'm i'm surprised how much i believe them because um there is um salim has you know he's he knows that this guy is hindu so he knows that there is this background already but he agrees to do this because you know he saved his son and i think he generally thinks he's a good man but as time starts you know as the story weaves along you start to see everybody's um weak points in there and and their prejudices you know come out a little bit and it takes you know that's how you solve these things is that you sit and talk and you eat chapati or whatever. And, and in the last scene, I don't know if you were eating notice when they were eating that they were eating veg instead of eating, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that I, I noticed that people. throughout because, because, because I learned the, uh, the difference there. I'm like, Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I knew that I knew the Hindus were veg. I didn't know that there was such a huge emphasis on meat in the muslim community though i didn't know that they were like anti-veg but um it might have just been that guy and that because hindus are only vegetarian that um, yeah yeah it was such a shock to his system i just think it was i think it was um and i i don't i want to talk a little about about you know you were saying that he has to pray all the time well they have to pray to mecca five times a day and every time he got out his his um carpet to pray i mean it was just like okay, I'm just going to keep walking. And I thought, I thought that was at first, I'm like, what, why is he doing this? Why is this so rude? And then finally he's like, I just need to stretch my legs. Like I've been in this tuk-tuk for 3000 kilometers. <laughs> 70 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're doing a, you know, you're doing a 15 minute prayer or whatever. That gives me some time. I know by now that you're going to catch up to me and just put me in and we're going to go. So it's going to be fine. You know, he, he has this, um, sort of everything's gonna, you Nicole said it, everything's going to be 
everything's gonna be fine everything's willed by allah and i mean everything salim Sal- no salim salim yeah everything is willed by allah and then to bring up the fact that well then what happened to your wife was too so he can finally let go of that a little bit um but i think it's played out really well i mean this is over the the scope of a, f- a few days and um I, I believe everyone, I believe the three main characters in this story, a hundred percent. I don't know that I believe the guy in the bed, but everybody else, um, <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm down with. And, and the wives as the backdrop is, is kind of fun and key. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to give the characters a four. Nicole, what was the one chant you kept saying throughout? Cause they have some very complex, uh, like, uh, ritualistic chants in here. Oh yeah. The, the chants are so intense. It was, um, something like all, it was so quick too. All deities. You said it over and over again. Every time you were like, oh. "All deities are do not compare to to Allah." Oh, all really? deities don't compare to Allah. Allah. Muhammad is the but only they messenger sang of Allah. It. And I'm so I want to know what they said because I want to know how little words equals that amount of English words because it did not sound like that length. <laughs> are you talking about when they were in the mosque and there were those singer guys? This is before no, that. Was this was beginning. like. This oh. was like background that I couldn't even really hear, but it came up underneath. Like it was, oh. he was still at his house at this point. But from then oh. on out, every time I would notice the complexity of these chants, where like sometimes you listen to something right. in another language and you're like, "Why did it take so many words to say so few things?" And then sometimes you're like the other way, where you're like, <laughs> "How'd you say all that in two words?" Like it's you right. know, it's one of it's one of those kind of things. Um, so the characters, uh, our lead is really good. I like Amit a lot. Um, he sells it the whole time for me. Uh, his, his ending is very solid. Uh, the, the way he has to sell once we get to the border. Um, I, I like his story at the beginning. Um, and then our second guy, Salim, I'm not, not quite as high on him. Um, the buddy part of this movie, which is the part I was looking forward to ended up being kind of not the part that I liked. It was a little jarring and like not tonally together. Uh, Cause you know, we, we learn about the atrocities that happened to their family uh, and why they hate, or they don't, uh, the doctor doesn't hate the other, the other religion, but he has, you know, he has, no, but he's definitely troubled by it. I mean, that's what happened during, you know, that situation. So, so, so Salim is Muslim and his, wife and it's abrupt it's like maybe 40 minutes into the movie he gets out of the out of the vehicle and he's and and after a brief spat with with the doctor and he's like why like why do you hate why do you hate all hindus basically he's like because my wife was raped in the streets by hindus and then they burned her alive and this was after like 15 minutes of buddy buddy comedy and then all of a sudden he's just he just jumps out he all of a sudden he's 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 being racist or uh what is it not right uh what's the what's the one for religion uh anti-semitic towards towards the the guy he's helping and then he just freaks out and has this whole thing and a big problem with the movie is one i don't i don't love the writing of the dialogue um and uh and the tone shifts all over the place and i think it suffers more for salim than amit amit I like his story better. It's the his it's is the way a more story. cohesive. I think his yeah. his character and his it's more satisfying. The arc is yeah. better. Um, so I like him a lot. I don't our second hander like he's he does the best with what he's given. I don't know if the material is as good as it should be. Um, and I don't like the son at all. I get why he's there. He's there to help every time a mitt runs into a trouble, and it looks like he's he isn't going to be able to get to his to his end goal. 
the son's there to be like, oh, you better keep going or I'm going to put you in the old home. Like I, I get, like I get, <laughs> I get his, um, his story structure purpose, which is right. fine. I like the story, but I don't like him. And even to the end, when he has to make the choice, even to the end, the son is still pissing me off with his behavior. So really, um, and then, Yes, I don't like oh, the way he acts. Oh, that's too bad. I end. turned it. I turned at the end. I turned a corner on him. No, I, I dislike him to the end. Uh, I disliked him a lot in the beginning, and then I disliked him only slightly less at the end. I mean, I, I am never <laughs> on the sun side ever. Uh, I get. I see him more as a plot device so that we can cheer for Amit more, which is yeah. fine because I yeah, like yeah. Amit. So I'm lower on the characters. I'm at like a. I'm at like I'm like I'm a, somewhat of a generous three because I like our main guy so much, but. Um, the other char- the other two characters that we spend a lot of literal time with don't add so much depth. Uh, the bed guy, you know, I, I laughed at a couple things in there. There's some funny stuff, uh, mostly predictable. <laughs> like you got to tell him to stop drinking scotch. Oh, you can't tell her that I'm bringing you scotch. <laughs> right. Elbow, elbow. Cool. Like you know, it's it's predictable, but like yeah, it's cute. It's fine. Um, and uh, you know, as far as their their pasts and the wives and the kids and the brothers, like there that's more. Th- they don't seem like characters to me. They seem more of the themes that drive the real characters, the ones we spend time with. So I understand your the the, the wives thing and then the families, but um, they're they're more of a background so that we can care more about our leads to me. So I don't I don't rate them in the characters. I'll talk about that in resonance and feel. Um, visual and sound of this movie, uh, interesting. Mama K. <laughs> so the visual and sound of this, there's. Uh... Sometimes there's a tone in Indian movies, um, and they t- and they might tend to go more uh, like Bollywoody. And every so often, I-, I think I was distracted by the captioning where it'd be like somber music, and I'm like, this is just regular music. And then it would be like, you know, it'd be like um, jingly music. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I don't. What? I, I mean, I, I know I can listen to the music on my own without having to, to read, but when I was reading it, I was like, mm, I don't know. I think you're a little off on your descriptions there, but um, I... I really set the picture for people that cannot hear that use the captions. It really right. doesn't add it doesn't add to their. Oh, if you're deaf, this is a their... whole other movie. This is. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, so this doesn't have, for me, I've seen a fair number of Indian films. And so this doesn't have, sometimes there's way too much of this jaunty, even when things are kind of, you know, when they're trying to drive a plot point home or something, there might be this like jaunty music in the background. I'm like, that's not fitting. I don't, I didn't feel like it was like that here. I feel like the music was, the background music was, uh, way more appropriate. Um, it was really interesting where they chose to make this because I think the city in India where they were seemed like it had a fairly heavy Muslim population. Um, so he could hear like the, the five times a day that there were call to prayers. Um, and so that was just part of his life. And, and Nicole, I think you mentioned that they had, you know, whatever the thing that was that you were hearing over and over in the movie, the, mm-hmm. you know, that same, the same saying, um, you know, it, it's, it seems like an independent film. I think it's an independent film. I did look up, it had a Kickstarter to start this movie. So, okay. uh, but I was going to ask what the budget was for this. Cause I, I, I had a feeling it was low, but, uh, yeah, uh, it had a Kickstarter budget. <laughs> so, um, but having said that the visuals on this were, I thought they were really good. I felt like I was 
in a place that I've never been before, but it felt familiar to me. I felt like it was welcoming for me. Uh, I was scared to death that that death mobile that they were in was actually going to be a death mobile. There were, it was so, you know, every time he'd pull it over to the side of the road, I was like, oh, it's going <laughs> to tip on its side. And then they had the one scene where those guys like sort of went to tip it on its side so he could quote fix whatever was wrong with it. I loved that little buggy because I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for those types of, you know, things anyway. So I, I like the visual and sound in this movie. I like the visuals at the end. I like the visuals at the beginning when there's the flashback and he is, um, you know, he's running away through the, that little field of whatever it is. And, and you kind of get that back right at the end when they're getting ready to go. Well, they steal not mangoes, but they steal some other fruit, fruit from some farmer lady toward the end. Right. Um, and then, you know, the very last five or six minutes of the movie where he's going to be back at, you know, he he's within spitting distance of his hometown and can't get there because it's literally in another country across a line. I love that. I love the way that felt. It felt dry and hot and 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 scary and wonderful and everything. I loved that part. You know, you know, there's no big moments in this. So I, there's not where you can be like, they really failed at this or they really failed at that. Although it sounds like Brennan might be bringing something up. Um, but mm. I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. What do you think, Nicole? I didn't like the beginning. I didn't like it in the beginning. I thought like, I felt like it was like made in like 1991. <laughs> so when you, you said mean the it was flashbacks, really, like, it, it just the whole beginning couple scenes they just felt like i don't i don't know how to explain it but i the the, the undersaturated maybe i don't know it was yeah just like, i think uh, that's tv true. tv movie is uh yeah i was gonna use later yeah yeah, yeah absolutely so and they also um, did go back to that scene like quite a bit like in the very oh beginning. nicole and i <laughs> joked at the beginning because they do it they do it and then they do the credits yeah. and then they do the scene again and we're like yeah this movie's just this scene like a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then they that, do show I mean, it like two more times but you know yeah that was yeah, a little trying it? but that is also i think that's more of a cultural situation than anything yeah else, so yeah, yeah it was an interesting choice but there must be something behind that the the sounds are really what hold me up in this because I like I I don't mind the the prayer and all that you know that's the part of they're they're setting the scene of where they're at and you can hear people in the streets praying and things like that like I didn't mind that it was just like the, the whole music choice and wh- how you explained the I know we're harping on the captions but that it, it's a part of the movie <laughs> um when you say somber music, you shouldn't have a somber scene accompanying that somber music. It shouldn't just be like while they're driving next to a cow. But um, <laughs> that that's probably what my biggest hang up is with the with the sound aspect of it. Um, this is probably just my lowest score because it doesn't have anything impactful to me except for that final. 10 minute scene that we that we see with this border um it's a it's a fucking piece of plastic in between two countries that's their border and it's Mm -hmm. like oh my god that it like hits you in in the in the chest like this guy could so easily just run across this thing but people can't do that and you know it's just such a shame to see that 
but I also didn't like how easily the guard gave in, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But, I knew um, you were going to like that. <laughs> like, oh, come on. He wouldn't just do that. That would his job on the line. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he had the um, backstory that his dad was I also know. trying to get home. Yeah, and, goes dad, and I knew I for sure his dad was dead. <laughs> then all of a sudden he died one month ago. And I'm like, of course he did. That was pretty. Uh, yeah. I know. That's we have our okay. tea time at the same time as the Pakistanis <laughs> yeah. have their tea time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah make a run for it as you're like 80 years old um i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna give it a two for this one all right um so i'm, I'm gonna say that the caption part i mean i had noticed it but didn't bother me it will go into factory migrating usually because the companies that do captions are not even the companies like they're not even the teams behind the movies right. usually it's a separate third party we don't have to get into all that now um but the the music is is perfectly fine i actually don't mind i think it fits pretty well in here uh maybe it's because we're coming off another movie that momoke and i did where the music was uh was uh, very different than what i was expecting at times <laughs> um but it's and i like the chanting parts uh the the harsh parts here is just kind of basic filmmaking stuff uh the cinematography is uh, it's ugly uh the editing is super oh, choppy yeah, we saw a couple weird cuts very weird very very I, I don't know if he's made other movies but it it's kind of beyond amateur it's kind of like if you're trying to make a first impression it doesn't look good i don't think this like even for a low budget i don't think this looks good until late like i think the the stuff i like on the budget so the car driving stuff that's always tough to do on a budget and i think they did well there when we're driving around the countryside and we're driving around the city the different angles we get i think there's some creative stuff in there and it looks good I like the very end uh, at the border. I think that's shot well and the set looks good. Um, yeah. When we're in the guy with the bed, it looks terrible. When we're cutting <laughs> in the in the house, it doesn't look it's good. It's like a soap it opera looks like at that point. It, it looks, yeah, it looks like real, real, like, we have camera A, we have camera B. Here's camera A. All right, reverse shot to camera B. Like, it looks like it was not a lot. Like, when I think of an indie movie, I think of, this guy's trying to do some stuff. Like he's trying to tell a story, but he wants to say something with the camera and he wants to do something. Yeah. This guy, you know, he directed it, he produced it. He, uh, he not didn't write the script, but he wrote the story. Like this right. guy is very, he edited it. He's very involved in this production. It's his project. Yeah. I'm shocked how little things of note I have of it until the very, very end. It's all very basic and blah. And Maybe he bit when, off more than he could chew. Well, when you have a movie that's a low budget, you try to make up for it with some with some pop and some trying and some daring. Um, and I don't feel that. I don't feel a lot in this movie. I feel like it's a good story that handled in a better uh, in a better writing team and maybe a better just visual storyteller. This would work better. Um, but I I think even for an indie movie, this doesn't uh, this doesn't show me promise like some indie movies does. The story te- the story shows is a good story. Some of the actors show me promise. The 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 behind the camera team I don't think did their did a great job here. Um, I don't like saying that about indie movies because I don't like trashing on smaller movies. But I'm I'm with Nicole. I'm at a two, and that's kind of a it's kind of a benefit of the doubt too. If this were a big studio, this this would be lower. But because it's a first time out kind of thing, yeah. But I, would get, I, I get know I'm going to defend it a little bit because I feel like it's a it's basic, and I don't have a problem with them using basic structure to film a basic movie. Um, I mean, I can agree with you the the bed scenes and the when they're in the house. I think it was really tricky that they didn't really know 
how to make I that just, look good. I just know, you know they filmed that all in like one day, and like it's they just changed their shirts a couple times, and I can tell. And well, it's the yeah, same three camera angles. Like it's just very noticeable when you watch a lot of movies. You just it's just it does, and it doesn't draw you in. Like special camera angles and and special editing can make you feel more, and and it brings well, you in. Did, it's part of the they filmmaking. They did attempt part. that. Like if you recall, when he was walking alone through that one. Um, alleyway and they had like so the beginning of the movie and they had like yeah. a little whoosh, whoosh oh you mean the, the, the slow-mo that you said that i said that i did not like because it's not shot in slow-mo it's shot in regular and they they slowed it down to 0.75 and that's why it looks slow but that's why I, it looks choppy like the, like they're like tiktok videos can be done in slow-mo better than that slow-mo i mean it's i knew not you were like gonna a, have problems with that scene it's not sure. a lack of technology it's it's a it's a lack of understanding execution like, i can I, yeah i can i can make i could get a three dollar app on my smartphone and make a better slow-mo shot than this it's i would love to know like what their well i would love to know what their time frame was for this because it it really felt like a limited time frame and as i was reading a bit about of it a bit about it uh the smaller characters that we meet which are very few are all people that are part of the production company. So like the AD might have been the the server at the first uh, diner that they go to. You know, that makes and sense. every everybody that's an extra is either part of the production company or they're actually just people who live in that town. So it's um you know, when I say when I say that it's you know, low budget kickstarter there's a reason. So and I think that, you know, that's fine. I would no. I want to pretend that it took place that they only had like seven days to shoot it. That's what I want to pretend because then it makes sense. If it if it was super mega shoestring, then I would take it back some, but only only some. I think when you when you go in and you want to make a movie, you have ideas like ready to go of like, and you, you get you get restraints, but like, eh, I can't yeah. excuse. There's only so much I can excuse. I've seen I've seen movies made with three grand that look way better than this or do more with the with with what they're going for. So. Anyway, uh, let's get to the let's get to this ending part here. Um, so we are at the we get to the border after a long winding journey, and, and everyone's there. Uh, Amit Salim and Abi the son and the guy who's the guy. He's like the driver. Yusuf. Yusuf. Oh yeah, there. the driver. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Uh, yeah, he's kind of he's around. Um, and uh, yeah, they get to the guard at the border. The guard's like, "I can't let you over," and he gives the impassioned speech about, "I was born there. This country tore the, the this war tore our country apart. Like, you can't tell me I can't return. I can't return to where I was born because I don't have your papers to show me the line." That whole speech, uh, mm-hmm. it's good. He stays there. the The guard is is uh, impassioned by his plight. He meets the someone over the other line who says they know who he is, and of course, it is the brother from the uh, from the flashbacks. He did not die uh, with the rest of the family. He was taken in by a, a family in a village nearby, and that's where he's lived since An then. An uncle of some sort, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and so he is offering to come come live with me on on our on the Turkish side because the guards have agreed to go on tea time. Pakistan, Pakistan, yeah. What I say? Turkey. Oh, did I say Turkey? Turkey? Oh my, oh my bad. No, Pakistan. My bad. Um, he goes to the Pakistani side where he was actually born, and um, uh, so he goes back to the the people on the other side. He's like, he's offering me to stay with him, and the son's like. What? This isn't fair to me. Like I thought you were gonna come. <laughs> exactly live with what me. he said to him earlier. He said, This is not about you. 
Mm-hmm. He said so, that as they were talking through the wrought iron door. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Like he's he's like come stay with me. Like and he, knowing full well he's gonna have to go to an old folks home until he gets a birth certificate and a passport. How long is that gonna take? This guy's fucking got dementia. He's gonna be from a not town cognitive. that doesn't exist exactly anymore. Not by the time this is all sort of out. At best, he'll be not cognitive. At worst, he'll be dead. So no, son, right. stop trying to get him to go live in America with your wife. Um, anyway, he, he chooses to go to the other side with his brother. We get it. Uh, and we get them walking off on the, uh, yeah, I don't know what his beef is because obviously he can go visit him in Pakistan with a pet. He has, he literally tells him that like, he's an American citizen. He can go to countries with fairly little ease. This guy has no passport and no, and no (laughs) birth certificate. Even it's like, no, you have to go live in an old folks home until you're so (laughs) mentally disabled. You can't do anything. And then you have to come live with me. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's his job. He thinks the son, though, I mean, I'm going to defend him for a second. He thinks that he has to take care of him. So his version of taking care of him is exactly that, because there's nothing he can nothing else he can do. Like and and this this thought process of his dad is just so out there, this journey that he needs to take. And, you know, then, at you know, you have like four minutes to decide what you're what's going to happen for the rest of this man's life and i i you know i i'm you just said something that was interesting you said that there's nothing else that he could do and that's exactly what the doctor said to his wife when she was passing away so perhaps the son has the same feeling of of yeah defeat you know he can't help he can't this is exactly how his father felt when his Mom was dying. For so. for the story purposes, I I under I think that is a good thing. I don't think I, I am not told that through the actor's actions, his dialogue, and his interactions. I I am not convinced that that is what that person wants to do. I no, am because I he talks to his wife. Way. He talks to his wife on the phone, and he's talking about how it's his duty, and that he has you know this he has. You know, as he's he's frustrated with his dad because he won't he won't do this. I don't think he, I don't think his end game is that he wants him to wind up in an old folks home. And he, I think that if he didn't take this journey, he would fight like hell to try to figure out how to get him out of the country into America. So I don't I don't want to you know crap on the sun too much for that. He's just doing. There's nobody else, so he's just doing what he thinks he's supposed to do as a son to take care of his you know adult minded father. Um, and I like that. I like that comparison, Nicole, that that's, that's exactly how, you know, the end came for Mm -hmm. Mrs. Amit. (laughs) I don't know her name. (laughs) Padma. Padma. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like Amidala. That's exactly why I remembered because that's what Brennan said. (laughs) That's what I said. Yep. Nicole, what do you think? I, I like this. Like, as I said, um, the plot is really interesting in this and just opens up so many doors of, of learning about different uh, religions and, and different things that happened with these people and would definitely put me into a position where I would want to go learn more about this. Um, so I like the story and it was definitely interesting to see someone try to create a film like this. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm actually going to give it a four. What do you think, Mama Kay? 
um yeah i like i like this movie too and i like and there's a lot of there are pieces of it there's really small conversations uh that were really powerful and those are things that i'm going to to think about a little bit um i knew a little bit about you know i mean there's a lot that goes on with english colonization british colonization during you know several hundred years um and i knew a little bit about this but this really just drives home the fact that this man has a home that is his home that is no longer in the country where he lives and, and it's not by choice. Um, and it's, it's so, I think that that's like a crazy exploding thing that you could just sort of, uh, really delve into and talk about, you know, this, these are just names. This is just politics. This is not actual, this is not real. Um, I love the way that it ended. I like the fact that he, said, you know, to his son, you you know, basically, you don't even live here. So you can come visit me. You don't, your sense of home is America now. So if you want to come visit me in my home, my home is over that line with my brother. Um, And I, I, it's, that's brave and crazy and all the good stuff. So I, I am going to give the residents and feel for this a four also. I um I wish I bought it more. I guess I don't know. It's it isn't. Uh, I I I I say it. I'm sticking with what I said at the beginning. I like this story. I like our lead performance, and to a lesser degree, our second performance. Uh, and if this had a more competent behind the scenes team, more time, more money, something I don't know, more ingenuity. Like there's this. This is a story wasted on a pretty bland execution to the point of which I I was not. I like I was you know I'm the I'm the I'm the, the wussy on here I'm the one who's gonna go to tears first I was nowhere near tears ever I was nowhere near caring about these plights and these are things I should care about they have horrible backstories uh like they they, they this is a, a movie with better execution I would be blubbering at this this end and um I just I wasn't even ever close uh this is not I gonna cried stick twice with me. I cried twice that shocks me it really does I uh, yeah. This is not a movie that will stick with me at all unless one of you starts making inside jokes about something about it. Like that's the only way this will stick. It, but from no from no account of my own will this uh, will this be something uh, that sits with me for for a long period of time. We watched this an hour ago, and I, um, you know, I remember it tech currently, but I, I I can't imagine that it stays forever. Uh, the, the, I don't want to shit on a movie like this because I, I like the smaller movies. I like the the little filmmakers getting out there and trying, but uh, it's a uh, it's like a one five. It's not a sticky movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we're at the end here. We're Dude. at the end here. Uh, okay, would you recommend Mango Dreams? Of course, I'm going to recommend Mango Dreams. I just think it's a great. You know, you can. I don't know. Not everybody has has the. Um, execution prowess rating system spreadsheet that you have so um i think it's i think it's feel anything i think it's well i mean and well that's legit i mean that didn't talk to you then it it spoke to me i thought i thought i thought about a lot of things and i and it made me want to learn more about something and i know that as far as some indian films that i've seen that this has so much more soul and uh, passion that's underlying that other ones don't have. So I think this is special because of that. It's so tiny and it's so small and it might not be as, as, as well done as it should have been. Um, but I got the gist of the story and I, I was okay with that. So I'm recommending it. Nicole. Yeah, I agree with mom. K. Um, this 
this gentleman who made this film obviously wanted to make this for a reason and had something to say. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that they found uh, people that could that could push this story towards us and uh, just puts you into perspective of how many people actually have dealt with this um, and how many people yeah. will never get the chance to do what this guy did, what this doctor did. And, and to be to be quite honest, I don't even think there was anybody who could ever do such a thing, you know, the way that they showed it, of course. But, you know, it's probably such a struggle to even get yourself to that point of being at the border and whatnot. They, they showed how difficult it was. He had to go around to another area. He needed the passport and right. yada, yada. And it's like these people are old and they want to see their what's left of their family and their their namesake and their home and they can't do that so that's just really a a tough pill to swallow as you're watching this and um i think that's what makes it a a recommend for me it's just really a a feeling yeah type of movie i agree uh, Mr. Upchurch, you uh, you have a good story here, and uh, I like some of the <laughs> actors you've wrangled up for this film. It's a very good, um, and I hope that your next one is an improvement. Uh, but uh, I will not be recommending Mango Dreams. It does not uh, is not cleared for me, but it does with my two co-hosts here. So it is two recommends and one not recommend for Mango Dreams. So still a net recommend from the show. So hang hang the hat yeah. on that. That is a, that is not bad at all. We've we've had some. We've had some films on here, but uh, that's Mango <laughs> Dreams. Uh, it's a little bit of a smaller one. So let us know if you like us kind of mining mining the streaming services to find some smaller stuff. Because I've got a long list of things that I could probably seven people have heard of, and they're all the cast and crew of them. So uh, if you guys like the smaller <laughs> movies, let us know because the theaters are not quite there yet. we got about a month left uh, before July hits. Middle of July is when Tenet is coming out, Christopher Nolan's film, uh, as far as... We know AMC and some of the other major theater chains should be opening back up in the middle of July. So we'll be monitoring that until then to recommend things to us that are streaming on either Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, or Disney+. Plus. Go to Films with the Women of My Life on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host. On Twitter, we are at film, Films Women Pod. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. All right, guys. Thanks for being on for Mango Dreams. You're welcome. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.